I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Where you at? To all my people with the funk, I'm the undercover brother, dump your hoe in the trunk. Save all the sad songs and the tear jerkers. Nigga, step back, it's the lyrical worker. The poems I create ain't for paperback books. The poems that I create are for hookers and the crooks. My mental is excelling, so I dabble in the books. I'm not the one to front on, so subups, subups. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are back for a actual special podcast is episode 500 i didn't even know i i, I stopped counting mm-hmm yeah when you grind hard sometimes you have to look up and say and that's what it is i did that yeah you just going and going and going like i did, I wasn't even paying the numbers to teach you mm-hmm yeah um uh, so it's, it's definitely a uh you know a little bit of a celebration i'm happy that uh we made it to 500 mm-hmm um, you know, when we started this thing out doing 30 <laughs> minutes and apologizing for being 30 <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> Thought that was too much time, didn't we? Yeah. Once a week, uh, just a couple of people giving their opinions on random shit that happened throughout the day. Um, didn't try to cover politics, didn't talk too much about sports, like just a couple of people that wanted to talk and uh, share their vision to the world. Did not expect things to blow up as quickly as they did. Nope. Did not yeah. expect it to grow. Uh, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's like you expect it to grow, but not at the pace that it did. And it's one of those things where I'm going to tell you right now, it really don't feel like 500 to me. Yeah. I still look forward to show day. Yep. You know, like I, you know, this morning I wake up, I'm like, cool. What are we going to talk about? You know, I have articles saved up, man. We could talk about, we could make a show right now for seven hours off of just shit that I have saved up to talk about. Um, it's really like a labor of love. It's something that I enjoy doing Me and it's, it's, it's great that, you know, we can make a living off of it to this, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great that we can get paid to do it, that people are digging us like that. Uh, people are supporting us. Uh, there's a lot of shows that never make it to 500. Hey, that's true. There's a lot of shows that's got, uh, you know, they, they, we never get feedback. We never get any fan response. Nobody wants to hear our shit. Nobody writes, uh, five star reviews. Nobody, does anything and uh, we've never had that problem mm-hmm. you know we never did it for that but at the same time we never had the issue where people weren't digging our shit really or the people that weren't digging our shit they just don't fuck with us which is cool too uh, yeah 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 because and and the, the thing about our fans is that i want our fans to be around because they enjoy us like like i i we created a culture of of people that are loving you know, you can take that, that, that hate just somewhere else. Cause we don't, um, I don't care for that, you know, cause mm-hmm. I'm all about positivity. That's why we reach out to other podcasters. That's why we network and, 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 and stretch our hands out to other people and, and things like that. And, and the thing what people feel about love, love breed love. The more you love, the more we give to our fans and the more we show them love, the more they show us love in return. You know, what's crazy. Like just yesterday or a couple of days ago, some dude was on Twitter harassing us, trying to get our attention, being negative. It happens a lot, you know, like it's happened over the course of this time where we've, we probably talked, uh, had people that talk shit to us, people that talk shit about the show, mm-hmm. people that, uh, talk about our ranking on Podomatic, our mm-hmm. reviews, people that leave us less than five star reviews, but we have kind of created a culture of love and support mm-hmm. and people have been loving and supporting us, man. You know, every once in a while we get a hit that's uh, someone like, why do y'all even do a feedback show? I don't like the people that call in for feedback. And it's like, 
that's the reason we do the show is we wouldn't do the show if not for them like they uh they make that show it's their mm. show yeah, and that's what it is yeah like it's awesome man and you know some of the things that we're doing we're watching it have ripple effects watching people you know pick up and run with shit that we came up with mm-hmm. people stuff, stuff that we've started and, yeah and 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 the thing it's getting to the point where people don't even cite us as the source of whatever they did like i true oh we only take five star reviews there's no rod and karen said or because the blackout tips we just only take five star reviews it's like yo we influence that yeah and and it's it's one of those things where uh, we can be proud because like everybody uh gets their inspiration from other people mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that but i know for us anything that we get off of somebody else we give them credit for that because it was originally their idea yeah it's kind of like the kanye west song celebration uh matter of fact i'm gonna play a little bit of that man because it may that's how i feel about the 500 show man you know like we you know it's it's happy I'm glad that, that we were able to, to make it to 500, man. You know? Mama, I made it! <laughs> it means something to me, man. It's a celebration, bitches! Grab a drink, grab a glass. After that, grab your ass. Why you whacking out? Shine out. Why is y'all lying for? I never did this before. Stop that. What you want, some patrol? Got that. I mean, I promise y'all, you finding out, and your girlfriend, she kind of raw, but she not like you. I'm about to say, ain't it, ain't it a good uh, uh, Jay-Z like song that, that, can, that we can right play? Now, I need you the Jay-Z celebration song? Yeah. I think that song's all about being polite and shit, I think. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. Um... What was it? What are you talking about? Thank you, thank you, thank you. What what song is but Jay Z got about celebrating? I don't know. I was thinking. I about to say. I'll, oh, I'll, you just just gonna stop my jam? Mm-hmm. So you could just make up a jam that don't exist. Oh, all the songs Jay Z got, he ain't got a song about celebration. He got a song called Celebration on the Street. Is watching soundtrack that I'm sure you've never heard and don't want to hear. Yeah. Well, way to mess up my flow. Anyway, <laughs> I will say this much, man. Um. I feel like we could kind of talk our shit, man. Like we kind of, we did this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, you know, fuck with this shit. Um, a lot of people said that people wouldn't fuck with this shit. A lot of people called us whack over the years. A lot of people said, uh, you know, we wouldn't last and, uh, they shows would be better than ours. And a lot uh, of, some of them are here, some of them are gone for 500 episodes. I ain't never said shit back to these niggas. Why? Nope. I can fuck them. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. I just was yep. like the proof of being a pudding. We'll see who's around. When it's, when we hit this number, you know, so we're not sitting around going, um, you know, let, let, well, Karen, do you think we're going to make it? Like, we don't take breaks. We grind. We put out the show. We dedicate it. Fans support us. Like, we built this shit, man. And I'm proud of it. And dare I say, I think our shit is better than everybody else's shit, man. Like, that's. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and it's, and it's nothing against anybody else's shit, but I think my shit is the good shit. Right. I fuck with my shit the I most. I fuck with my shit real hard. Yeah. And it's one of them things. And I, I hope everybody feels that way about, about their, their shit, shit too. Yes. It's like when Jay said, um, I wish I could give you this feeling. I'm planking on a million, million. I hope everybody feels that way about they shit. Like, my shit is the shit, man. Yes, because one thing about shit, and I'm too busy shitting to pay attention to you shitting too, mm-hmm. so let me mind my business. I feel like we got the best fans. I feel I like we too. got the most support. I feel like we got, like, the the like the like best uh, interaction with our fans, man. Yes. Like, I, I fuck yes, with our shit. And, 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 and the thing about it is that 
I feel as though when people podcast, you need to podcast because it's something that you love and it's something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And if you do it out of love, out of your heart and your and 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 your love, people will begin to pick up on that and they will go, okay, you love what you're doing. I love hearing you talk about whatever you love what you're doing and I'm going to share it and I'm going to tell somebody else and I'm going to tell somebody else and that's how it gets started because the thing about it, y'all, is that we literally worked hard. Like, we adapted, we adjusted, we made changes, we listened to our fans and the thing is like, it's a difference between a fan giving positive criticism and telling you something to improve because they care about the show. And then somebody just trolling and talking shit is not the same. So we do take what you guys say to heart. Well, not just that, man, but, um, cause I'm not going to lie. I don't take what they say to heart, man. Like, honestly, we always have done this shit for us. Like, that's true too. There's and never wait, been wait, a I point mean, where I was me. like, yo, we got to change this thing because people don't dig it no, no, or, no. you know, let's talk about this topic. Like, so much of what we've done has been because it's genuine and it's really us. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, uh taking a second out and being like, yeah, fuck yeah, man, we did that shit, and, you know? And, and when I mean the heart, I mean not the heart like that. I'm talking about, like, if they, you know, the things like taking the music out. That's what, that's what I mean. Well, it's, not it's, even, even that shit didn't happen because of them. That's what I'm saying. That happened because uh, we were like, this will make the show better. True. I have been wanting to do this for a while yeah and you yeah, know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. like honestly it's like yeah we handle our shit dog we on top of our shit that's and, all and we, and we and we very professional and 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 my and my thing and and something that me and roger uh have are learning and begin to learn my thing is this be professional and a lot of people go well why can't i do this because you're not professional you, you know, you got to be professional. You got to be on time. You got to consistently put out. You you have to grind. You have to work hard. You have to constantly be on it in, in order to be the best. Because as far as I'm concerned, we are the best. Like, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, because this or, is our you know, shit. Or, when it comes to being professional, or don't. I don't give a fuck. We doing good. We making it 500, bro. Ain't that true. You know, that's tell shows with more episodes. That shows with less episodes. But, like... Real talk, man. I've had a great time doing this shit. And, um, it's been a fun ride. I appreciate everybody that even, you know, listens to the show. If they've only listened to one episode, they listen to half episode. If you used to listen and you don't listen anymore, if you used to spread the word about the show, you gave up. If you, uh, fuck, if, you know, if you donated your account, just anybody that did this just came through. Thanks. Means a lot to us. Appreciate it. Yeah, because we, because we understand. Uh, when it comes to podcasting, honestly, we ain't for everybody because I'm telling you right now, if, if you politically correct and you, and, and you know, you, you can't take the hot liquor, we ain't the one for you. But I am for me. And that's the yes. only thing that's ever mattered, man. That's like, right. Honestly, we did the shit our way. A lot of people told us other shit we should have done. You know, hey, you need to uh, uh, make your show shorter. Uh, do, you know, do less shows. Uh, have you know only have these type of guests on um yo you know uh promote uh the show on this platform that platform like real talk man we just straight up did the shit the way we wanted to and we've had fun every single step of the way we have and there's and- never been a time where we compromise like people have wanted us to you know hook a do shit for you know do shit for them do shit for other people like really we've done the shit for us, the most yep. important two people on the show are me and Karen. Yep. 
having fun and hopefully it trickles not hopefully i know no, it trickles, trickles down, down because into yeah. the audience and i know they have fun too and the good news is if you don't like the show and if you don't like us you genuinely don't like us as human beings because this is us ain't that the truth ain't and and, and 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 one thing i can say about us oh i know what i want to play we do it our way the jay-z song okay all right let me go find it and the reason why i'm saying that because we we got here because we did it the way we wanted to do it mm-hmm uh, all right, this song. Yes. The end is near. You believe this shit go wrong? So I face. I'm from the hood, man. The final could. No, the real hood, the hood, not the rap hood. The real hood. Like my friends, I'll say it clear. Pair of sneakers. My mom's busting ass. my case. <laughs> I'm going to Japan tomorrow. Five hundred episodes of our own way. It's dope, man. Other shows got their shit. They did it their way. And I fuck with them shows too. But I do too. It's awesome that uh, we didn't have to listen to nobody else. You know? We probably got more spinoff podcasts for people that listen to our podcast than any other podcast right now. Yep. And still coming up with more ideas. My hustle down, tore the game up, nigga. Took your high score down, put my name up, nigga. Tore the doors down to the Hall of Fame is Jigga. I did it my way. Much more than this. That's right. It's a beautiful thing, I man. Did it my way. Kobe, baby. Mama's younger than stronger. Survive summers like saunas. Master the corner like Dion in his uniform. Pop hurt and deserted. Flirted with death, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good, man. We did the shit our own way, and um, I'm happy, man. And uh, if I could give any advice to anybody, the only advice I'll give is whatever you do, man, do the shit in a way that you feel comfortable with. You feel comfortable with. That you have integrity, mm-hmm. and you can look yourself in the mirror about, man, because that's really it for us. People told us turn this shit into a radio show. Mm-hmm. People told us stop talking so much. Nobody wants to hear a show that often. Yeah, um, like we nobody wasn't here to show that long. long. Yep, I don't like your voice. Yep, I don't. I don't. You 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 sound country. Why don't Why don't Karen argue with you? Yeah, you don't sound intelligent. Right? How are you looking, player? How is your shit looking right now? I feel good, man. That's all, man. Can I talk my shit again? Anyway, um, yes. let's go ahead and um start the show. <laughs> I just had to get off my chest, man. Five hundred shows, man. That, yeah, that that that's a lot, and and I don't know. I I really can't tell the fans thank you enough. It's it's one of those things. But periodically, I go on Twitter and I just tell them thank you. It's like you guys make what we do possible. Yep. Without you, there will be nobody listening. So we yep. thank you. Exactly, man. Um, we had a theory that y'all would fuck with us. Y'all fuck with us. All right, man. Let's go ahead and talk about the show. Uh, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us at theblackouttips.com. See? It's that easy. iTunes, Facebook, Potomac, Stitcher, the Blackout Tips. Also, donate, leave comments on the show, vote in the polls, all this shit. Um, the official weapon is a taser. Mm-hmm. The unofficial sport is? Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. You know what's also I was just thinking, too? Yo, we did this shit, and we never tried to bring nobody else shit down. Oh no, we're not about that. Like, in fact, other we, people have tried to come for our, us. Yeah, yeah, and 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 a lot of people feel this. That's not our nature. We 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 ain't about no podcast beef. We 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 not about tearing you down and make us look better. We literally extend our hands to everybody. Like literally, it's one of those things where uh, you know, I know, just like. 
audience, this we have particular taste too, and I know we're not we're not for everybody, and everybody's not for us. But if we find somebody we like you, we and, and we extend our hand out to people because at the end of the day, it's it's about podcasting like all together because it's no, it is not about podcasting all together. I don't believe in that hippie <laughs> bullshit. It's <laughs> about leave me alone and I'll leave you alone. That's as simple That's as it too. is. And, but we coexist with a lot of people. Like, but we coexist because we concentrate on doing our shit. And that's, now that's true now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even trying to sugarcoat it today. Like, really, we are awesome. Oh, oh. <laughs> we are the best. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's far, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, I'm be like, a, it's me, me, and all I about hope that, me, and some more me. I hope if people don't like us, this sounds like Yeezus to them right now. Yeah. I hope they are yeah. like, let me turn this podcast off right now. I'm I, I about to say. Real talk, man. I have not got on this microphone and ever lied. <laughs> Do you understand that? 500 episodes deep. Anybody I'm not cool with, they know I'm not cool with. Everybody that fucks with me and I fuck with them, they know I'm cool with. Everybody I've ever forgiven, they know I forgave them if they heard the show. Everybody. Real talk, man. It's a lot of shady shit going on, man. People networking for the sake of networking. We never did that. You know, if, if you, if we, anybody's been on the show, we fuck with them. We really fuck with them. Yeah. We like, like, like we have relationships with people. Yes. Yeah. We never try to keep our, tell our audience like you can and can't listen to these people. Oh, we don't care who you listen you, to. You know, yeah. like real talk, man. We, we ain't trying to hold y'all hostage. It feels so free to be honest, dog. It does. That's all. All right, man. Um, this podcast is sponsored all this honesty and ratchetness. Uh, it's. <laughs> is sponsored by shadow dog productions they got a new dead room trailer on youtube right now uh you can go play it listen to it click on it it's on our site also i'll put it into the uh chat on spreecast i suggest you click on it and just give them a like or a comment or something Mm -hmm. uh it doesn't matter what you have to say but uh it helps us out and helps them out Uh, because you know motherfuckers is getting tv shows and shit you know Another professional motherfucker that just grinds hard and works hard, never takes his head up to see how far he's come. Like, yeah, now, now, you know, I, and I know, uh, most of y'all, we've actually, like I said, we've met Dexter, been to Shadow Dog Production, have on show. Man, I, I, I give my kudos to Dexter because when we go, Dexter literally has a thousand things going on at the same time. Like, he'll have like four or five of us in there recording while mm-hmm. he's like in the back booth talking to other people, getting them ready, and y'all, your next thing you hear, you can, well, do it again, one, one more time, do, do uh, 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 you finish, do, do it one more time, okay, do it one more time, it's like one of those things where you like, how can you keep all this shit organized? Mm-hmm, that's the grinds hard, man. And real hard, real, he, real hard. He's believed in the show since he first heard it. Yes, um, thank you, Dexter. He's always supported us, man, so, yeah, man, if it's something as simple as clicking on a YouTube link, or liking something, or playing a trailer for five seconds, like, do that man yeah y'all go, it really doesn't yeah. take much from you yeah support dexter uh like i said it's on the it's on the website under sponsors you can also like i said just click it if you're in the chat listening right now um if you leave a comment you'll automatically be entered into a drawing to win a free copy of the pilot episode of dead room mm-hmm. you have from now until friday to leave a comment on that video and one person who does will be sent a digital copy of the first episode of their new tv series dead room so check it out today tell them what you think all right let's uh speaking of celebrating karen mm-hmm. let me just 
uh toya chill reggie uh and i know there's even more of you uh i don't want to mess up shauna's name or might be shanna whichever one um so many of you guys you're welcome okay you guys are welcome uh congratulations yesterday black people ended up giving back the right to vote in all the southern states because you know they're coming for our rights you know they're coming for when they talked about you know repealing the vote act you know who they you know who vote they talking about okay don't get it twisted it's the nigger vote oh yeah but but the supreme court said look leave a penny take a penny (laughs) so today they said hey gay people we striking down doma defense of marriage act that's some bullshit can't be taking away people right to get married if you're in a state where you can get legally married federally you will be able to get all the same benefits as a regular quote-unquote uh straight heterosexual couple that we have typically called a marriage in the united states uh until recently uh you are now included under this umbrella okay you get these federal these same federal oh, so, uh, so so if so if you get married in a state that this that honors it and mm-hmm. you go to a state that don't honor it they have to honor it now mm-hmm. and in california they were like Mm-mm, we're gonna let the lower court ruling stand that gay marriage is legal in california too i don't blame them so look gay people you don't have to thank us we get it uh you, you always blamed us for whenever some gay shit didn't pass it was like oh it's the negroes uh <laughs> we didn't take credit when it when it when it goes the other way too yeah but hey we gave back the right to vote so y'all could get married you know we can't have more than one discussion in america at the same time they even oh. had to wait a day to talk about this um uh, so you're welcome and uh i'll say uh well played paula dean you you win this round okay um <laughs> your racism worked you lost us the right to vote uh but you couldn't stop the homosexuals and uh you know i just say have some gay sex for all the straight people and the black people today uh if you're gay okay just go out and have some hot nasty gay sex uh just to celebrate man you know we appreciate you guys and i'm glad that you guys went ahead and took care of that don't you don't need to write me a separate email or anything people uh, <laughs> A simple uh, retweet on Twitter will do. A like on a post on Facebook. I accept those as, uh, you know, gay people uh, showing that they appreciate that the struggles that we make. You know, it's no problem, guys. Um, hug a black person today. Okay. Ah! Not a homophobic one. You know, watch back. Never know how they're going to do. Um, but yeah, man, they, they th- that was big news all, all over Twitter, man. Um, everybody was talking about it um supreme court strikes down the defense of marriage act a divided supreme court gave us major major boost to gay and lesbian rights on wednesday striking down a key section of a federal law that denied federal benefits for legally married same-sex couples and forcing and forcefully criticizing what it called unconstitutional discrimination so gays are in blacks are out gay is the new black officially (laughs) ah like uh we've come far enough negroes you don't have to worry about your votes we saw the turnout numbers y'all doing okay but these gay marriages 
in a decision deeply skeptical of laws that treat gays and lesbians differently than others the justices invalidated a section of the 17 year old defense of marriage act that denied federal benefits to married gays and lesbians in a dozen states from maine to washington and the district of columbia that measure the court declared existed primarily to demean those persons who are in a lawful same-sex marriage i agree completely the five to four decision can you, can you like that's the thing about this decision and the decision yesterday it's amazing in america we have decisions coming down like decisions that affect everybody Body. everybody coming down to one person like one person really goes eh, maybe yeah, uh, a little bit more convincing race uh, not so much gay stuff yeah they got it pretty tough mm, keep the party going not turn this water into wine you know <laughs> that's amazing in our system that 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 it comes down to that close over these moral issues and all this shit man um all right so t- uh, to a gay marriage movement that has gained momentum over the past decade and one of the most significant legal victories ever for the same-sex right advocates, it also signaled that the high court may look more critically in the future at other laws that single out same-sex couples. I, I, I can't, I can't wait. I hope more cases go, uh, before them. They will, they will now. Before people start quitting and dying and changing up the makeup of the, you know, let's get all the gay shit passed now. Hurry up. Um, these niggas is old. The de- oh yeah <laughs> the decision writ- written by justice anthony kennedy concluded that the law's benefit li- limitations unconstitutional unconstitutionally discriminated against gay and lesbian couples no legitimate purpose overcomes the purpose and effect to disparage and to injure those whom the state by its marriage law sought to protect in personhood and dignity by seeking to disgrace i mean by seeking to displace this protection and treating these people as living in marriages less respected than others the federal statute is a violation of the fifth amendment mm. so he was like leave these gay people alone like that's right that's so i appreciate it yeah because my, my thing is this man they pay taxes they you go they fight in the army like like they do a lot of shit they money spend too right you know so you can't be like well we'll take your money you know keep paying them taxes mm-hmm. but yeah if we decide to get married we can't get tax breaks right uh uh i can't add you on my insurance a lot yeah. of people i think even stay in the closet longer because of shit like this like i can't get married i can't have the life that you know i feel i should lead and next thing you know you're the secretary of state working for president bush and uh you know everybody's just like why Kanye ain't got a man you know true she plays the piano so well so well i mean how she played them keys so well you know that's a lot of finger dexterity <laughs> your fingers got to be real nice to get on them you know especially the little black keys anyway oh, lord i'm just saying uh she probably finger banging people but the point being that uh, <laughs> i'm glad gay people got that shit man uh how come no foods i was thinking this uh today because i was listening to something and people were like oh this this uh is gluten-free this food that we're about to eat and i was like how come there's no foods that promise extra gluten because just about every damn thing got gluten in it but i know but why isn't there one that's like now with more gluten everything is Mm gluten-free you know no gluten Gluten gluten-free reduced gluten there's no extra gluten now who gluten might be good i don't even know what the fuck gluten is it might taste delicious ah 
somebody need to make like mm, double the gluten and they're like oh give me that taco mm, extra gluten-y uh another thing i was thinking about too uh paula dean continues to be awesome <laughs> she, she um what else has she done did she went on tv Karen. oh actually oh what what Oh, oh, but before you go on, I can tell you what gluten is. Gluten is a protein that's found is it's found in wheat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Just 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 to let you know. All right. Man, I have like five articles just that will not stop playing uh, right not, now. Mm-hmm. There we go. And I think what happens is that your body has a hard time uh, processing it. Mhm. So, that's why a lot of people on gluten free. Well, hey, you know what, man? More gluten to you. But I think, uh, <laughs> I think there needs to be some, some extra gluten options on the table, man. Just, I just want to know what it tastes like. That's all. It might be delicious. And since I don't know my gluten from gluten, just double gluten for me. Ah! And maybe I find out that those are the best tacos. You know, maybe those are the best hamburgers, the double gluten hamburgers who nobody knows. Hey, that's true now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it stands a reason if regular Inject gluten. It stands a reason that if shit that is gluten free tastes terrible, then things with extra gluten probably taste even more delicious. <laughs> they've they've gotten better, like 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 that. Oh, they always say that. All oh, right, they have though. They just be really bad. Mm-hmm. Here is uh, Paula Dean news, Karen. Let me play it for you. She'll slur. She says she is not a racist. Listen here to a little bit of her interview with Matt Lauer. If there's anyone out there that has never said something that they wish they could take back. If you're out there, please pick up that stone and throw it so hard in my head that it kills me. Please, I want to meet you. Tearful, tearful apology. Yeah, this is, this is tough territory. Let's bring in a couple of uh, experts here to deal with this. We've got criminal defense attorney again, Danny Savalos, and Marvette Brito. Yeah, I don't care about his opinion. Uh, I just need to run that back because that was good. Oh, this is like the passion of Theon for me. Appeared on the Today Show to address the controversy the first time really since admitting she used a racial slur. She says she is not a racist. Listen here to a little bit of her interview with Matt Lauer. If there's anyone out there that has never said something that they wish they could take back. If you're out there, please pick up that stone and throw it so hard in my head that it kills me. Please, I want to meet you. Oh man, mm. fuck you! I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> buying that, dog. You only reason oh, why you concerned and why you because you're losing sponsors. First, it was Food Network, then Smithfield, and I didn't even know she had her own line of like pork products for Smithfield. It makes sense. I mean, let's be honest. And so it's like you're losing money. So now you're trying to save face, but you know what? All these people you're talking about, they don't say their motherfucking jobs. Right. I, I also like that she, for her and her defenders, forgiveness means giving her her money and her job back. back. No, bitch, you forgiven. You can't work here anymore. Ain't that the truth? How about that? You fucked up. 
How about that? And you, you and you're a business owner. I'm pretty sure you fired people that you would not hire back. Yeah. What the fuck does forgiveness mean? Like that's like, oh, I wish I was one of the motherfuckers she had laid off or fired or you know one of the people she had said these nigger jokes to and shit. Like oh, because my oh. my thing is this: you can be forgiven. But baby, that still is consequences to your actions. You cannot erase that just because you've been forgiven. And they keep trying to simplify the shit down to like, well, she said nigger one time after she was robbed. Her husband asked her about it and she admitted that she said the N-word. It's like, so, but the accusations and what you want uh, at the deposition for was racial and discrimination and uh, harassment at work. And at work. That work. didn't happen at work. They're asking you about the witnesses that saw you do things at work, work that were racist. That's the thing. At work. On a clock. You're at work, dog. You know who else wish they could forgive shit and get taken back? All the people that she, that probably objected to her calling her them little monkeys and shit at work. Ain't that the truth? Um, let me, uh, there's another article where the other people are now chiming in and giving their like uh their issues that they have with Paula Dean when they work for her. Let me see if I can play that. Now out of the gate we have some more trouble to report for Southern Chef Paula Dean. And it appears the scandal continues beyond the use of just racial slurs. Rainbow Push, a civil rights group founded by the Reverend Jesse Jackson Jr., has quote, found evidence of systemic racial discrimination and harassment by Paula Dean and her brother Bubba. Now, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution also reports a black cook was given the nickname Little Monkey and that white employees were frequently paid more than black employees. Now, HuffPost reached out to Rainbow Push for a comment but did not hear back. Now, the update comes on the heels of the National Enquirer's acquisition of a videotaped legal deposition in which Dean admits the use of racial slurs as well as having asked black waiters to dress as slaves for a wedding that she was planning. Nice. She has since been fired from the Food Network and today has been dropped as the Smithfield Foods spokeswoman. Now, Dean is going to be appearing on the Today Show on Wednesday morning. Maybe she can clear some of this all up. Because, okay, my, my thing is this, honey. You can't you can't do this and then not expect to lose any money. And, and the thing is that people was like, well, Food Network should have let her go. No, Food Network didn't want to be mixed in this bullshit. Like, right. like, like they, they, like they cut it off. I can guarantee you, Food Network was like, well, already, because they make a lot of money. So they was like, let's get rid of her now before all this shit hit the fan. Because you know what would have happened if Food Network would have kept her? Employee of Food Network would have been the main headline of every single damn story. And Food Network was like, fuck that. We, we're not going to be plastered everywhere. Yeah, she's at work. At work, dog. Work. She's at work. Okay, don't forget that. Number two. No, I have not said this shit at work and need to take it back. How fucking free did you think you were? Just because your name is on the goddamn door doesn't mean you get to start treating people like they're fucking subhuman, calling people little monkeys. I want y'all to dress like slaves. I'm making nigger jokes. Actually nobody has done that and i will gladly throw the motherfucking stone and knock your ass to the fucking to, to, to hell yes give me that stone bitch because nobody's doing that but you that's why we have laws against it you're not supposed to do it no you're not and you risked everything to treat to try to treat people 
in a way that you thought was funny but it's fucking derisive because it's not like everybody's in on the joke they try to act like everybody's in on this joke at work you're at work and you're calling everybody niggers and shit and but everybody's in on it like the black cook's like oh i'm so glad that you called me a nigger no you're picking on your own employees yes you are you can't be yeah you can't be walking around being like Oh, there's Fag Gary. Yeah, you know, he's a faggot. Anyway, uh, there's Retard Jim. Yeah, what a fucking, you know, no, he's really mentally handicapped. Go on, do something for me, Retard. There's Midget Slappy. Like, you can't fucking do Ah! this at your job, and nobody else is doing this shit. So, no, I can't relate to you, and you're not the fucking same. We're not. You're not a comedian. This isn't a podcast. You're not a rapper. You're a fucking work, ma'am. You're at work. It's textbook. I can't even understand how people can de- defend this fucking shit. Like, literally, it's textbook. And no, I don't. For- I do not feel sorry for you. I don't forgive you, and I don't feel like she needs to learn. She, she can be redeemed. I don't need her to be redeemed. Redeem these coupons when you're in fucking line at the grocery store because you can't afford shit no more. That's how you can redeem. To me, I don't know why we always put this on its own. Well, she cried, y'all. Good. I'm sure she made a lot of people cry when they left jobs going, yeah, man, she called me Little Monkey again at work today. Ain't that the truth? 17 times, and I had to smile on her face and pretend like it was cool. Now when that dude goes out and plays basketball at the court, I guarantee he ain't letting everybody just call his ass Little Monkey because no. ain't a paycheck. We don't have ass. a fucking friendship. We have a business relationship where you pay me money not to do things. Ain't One that of those the things that you don't want me to do is punch you in your motherfucking face for calling me a monkey at work. It's not cool. Like, I don't know who these white people are that think they have these jobs. The gas station oh, on AL- I don't know who these white people are that think that they have this rapport with, with these like she had this rapport with her coworkers and everything was cool and everybody was so happy to be dealing with her shit. Like, no, nah, man, people were probably upset. And that's why you don't see a lot of these people coming out until now. You know what I mean? Because you're basically told to shut that shit up. You know, we've both been waiters before. Yes. You're treated like you don't have any say. You don't have any rights. They like try pay you less than minimum wage. Yes, they do. And now I gotta go get motherfucking racially harassed at work for this shit for two thirteen an hour. Fuck you, motherfucker, please. Anyway, um, Reverend Jesse Jackson said Paula Dean can be redeemed. Civil rights leader, you know, Mister Chop Your Nuts Off, Barack Obama, says uh, he agreed to help the celebrity chef Paula Dean try to make amends. Funny, how many of those nigger jokes you think were about Jesse? None. None? No. Uh. Uh-uh. I say at least she at least if she calling people niggers and making jokes. Oh, Jesse Al, uh, Barack Obama was called okay, a nigger okay. by her I, brother. I, I see what you're saying. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. He don't been called I, a nigger before. I said yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I get that. I I thought you meant like like she talked directly to him. I was like no. But yes. 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 These these, these jokes was about him too. But now she need that help. She like hold up. Who can we talk to? Where's the leader of the blacks? Last time I checked. It was Jesse Jackson. Because I ain't checked in 30 years. Ain't that the truth? Civil rights leader Reverend Jesse Jackson says he's agreed to help the celebrity chef Paula Dean try to make amends for her past use of the racial slur, saying she shouldn't become a sacrificial lamb over the issue of racial intolerance. Uh, he also said, cut the check. Um, the other thing, too, with this is... Oh, yeah. Uh, she, she's not becoming a sacrificial lamb. She 
is becoming a suicidal lamb. Nobody made her do this. Nobody put a gun Ain't in her that head the truth. and made her be racist at work. She jumped off that bridge herself. Yeah. They, she went and found this nigga's number for the first time ever since she probably called him a nigga ever. when he said something about Trayvon Martin. She went and found this dude and said, hey, can you help me redeem my issue with these black folks? Oh, yeah. And, 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 and you know it's going to be the, 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 the church uh, crusade revival uh, tour going on. I hope this goes as well as when they tried to bury the N-word. Because that didn't work. And this shit won't work. Niggas are never going to fuck with Paula Dean ever, ever, ever again. This shit like Tommy Hilfiger. Like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a death knell where it's just like, yeah, uh, I don't know if I can, like, be seen associated with your ass. Like, you can't walk in a nigga's house and see them watching Paula Dean and not go, really? Really, you, dog? We watching this, dog? You ain't got Rachel <laughs> Ray? Come on, dog. <laughs> Nothing else is on. No, they, they might get angry with me. You might start a ride. Uh, Jackson told the Associated Press on Wednesday that Dean called him this week and they discussed how she might recover. Yeah, how often has she called you prior to that first Never. phone call? That's right. Never. She called him and said, how much would it cost, Jesse? D- that's right. Jackson says if Dean is willing to acknowledge mistakes and make changes, she should be reclaimed rather than destroyed. But see, that's the thing that I, the issue I really have with her is because let, to be, uh, fair, Serena Williams apologized after she said something kind of careless about the Steubenville situation and, mm-hmm. Even though she feels like, hey, the journalism was sloppy and that, blah, blah, blah. She made a sincere fucking apology with no, uh, you know, caveats. Yeah. She didn't try to change what she said. She didn't mm-hmm. try to gloss over it. Mm-hmm. It was like, I said this thing. I shouldn't have said that shit. My bad. And in no way do I mean that. True. Boom. Paula Dean is sitting up here like, if nobody has ever. <laughs> Cold in life. Cold one of these big black lip tall babies a nigga. Then let them throw the first stone in my head. Like, whore, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That's not an apology. That's just you justifying and rationalizing what you did. An apology is, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. It'll never happen again. And we're not we're not getting that part of it right and 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 i don't care what anybody says you know a lot of people well that's her business she can do what she wants to i feel the same way about her like i feel about motherfucker chris brown apologize for your bullshit say i'm sorry why because it's on the public platform what's funny is you don't even have to do it anymore people are so happy to even be acknowledged by these motherfuckers that they're like oh let's just forgive paula and move on okay anyone can be redeemed she shouldn't be a sacrificial lamb it's like no man she shouldn't have done this shit and it's not my fault for being like fuck this whore yeah because my thing is this you apologize and you know what and then what you do you motherfucking disappear yeah, and come and come back years later or however long later. Let your PR people do their job. Let I want to see the same sparkle in your eye that you told those racist jokes at work with. Show me that. Let's see what the monster you really are. Don't be trying to come out here on some uh, anyone that has never cried after calling a chinky eyed Chinaman a chink at work. Throw that first stone. Let them be the one to jump off the bridge first and I shall follow them. 
it's like no it's just you man yeah the rest of us know how to act at work yes that that and also to think about it do you think jesse jackson would have gave two shits about this bitch if money wasn't involved man no. hell no that's what i'm talking about she called so, this so, nigga so, with so, a check he so, probably was like put it in my paypal first and then i'll answer your call so you know his crusade for her is all some bullshit jesse too. dick probably got hard when she got in trouble like mm, might be getting a phone call of course let me dust off the bat line the hotline Ah, mm. in fact, he had his people. He had his people put put his number out there just so she see yeah. it. Jesse Jackson Incorporated, can we help you? Hey, it's it's Paula Dean. Uh, we've been Ooh, expecting this call. Ain't that the truth? Let me put you through. What took you so long? Mm-hmm. Her admission of using the slur first came in a lawsuit deposition that later cost her an endorsement deal. See, this is what's pissing me off, man. Everyone keep this is the Huffington Post. They keep reducing it down to she said she used the slur. And then she lost everything. That's not what happened. And I'm not going to let you get away with that shit. She was doing racist shit at work. And her brother was sexually harassing employees at work. That, you know, everybody's That's what they're accused over of. The, the sexual harassment. Yeah. You know, every- allegedly, obviously. Okay, but that's yeah, but, what, but, but, that's what everybody's yeah, accusing them of. Sexual harassment. That's they, right. These people didn't go, I heard one time she said nigger when talking to her husband in the privacy of a, her own home. This was multiple times. Yeah. Stop trying to reduce it, y'all. That's not what people mad about. I look at the average white person. I expect they say nigger at some point. You know, like she trying to reduce it down to that. Like anyone that hasn't looked in the eyes of a precious black tar baby and said, that's a goddamn moon cricket. Throw, <laughs> throw the moon rock in my head and we will both die together. I'm like, no, that's not what the fuck happened. You was racist and acting ignorant at work yes she was calling somebody a little monkey wanting people to dress like slaves is more than just using the n-word in a conversation with no black people around in the privacy in your own motherfucking home nobody's trying to stop you from doing that okay and i don't want to hear about you being old and shit you were savvy enough to get that motherfucking tv deal and run three tv shows and restaurants at the same goddamn time but now you too fucking simple minded to know that that's wrong to be calling people the fucking N word. How many black people have you run into throughout the time? Did you call Oprah an N word when she put your ass on? I you the like, truth. Oh, Oprah, how you doing? I actually had a nigger joke. It's 2013. Who still tells nigger jokes? I haven't heard a fucking good nigger joke since the last time I watched like Boardwalk Empire or some shit. Nobody says nigger jokes anymore. Stop. Uh-huh. Who the fuck is at work going? It's acceptable. It's just like Mad Men. So what the nigger say to the nigger, nigger? Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. You a goddamn liar. Can't believe the audacity. And shame on all y'all talking about. We need to forgive her and redeem her so she can move on. Fuck her. Fuck her life. I hope she never moves on. I hope she never gets over it. And I'll be glad if I see her greeting me at Walmart one day. I'll walk up to her and I'll say, hey. Hey, Paula Dean." go ahead and you call me nigga it's cool with me and then i'll just walk off i just let her think i was one of the cool ones actually um i was when i was playing ball there was these white dudes there today mm-hmm. they were on my team we were winning some games we went to sit down on the side and talk about the next game i said hey man hey i just want you guys to know i agree with paula dean and then <laughs> oh lord both of them both of them were like what what do you mean i was like hey hey no shh, calm down man other people here uh i agree with her they said about what i was like you know about the blacks 
No, I'm one of the cool ones. I'm I'm a Republican black person. I hate blacks too. Yeah, I told him my wife Karen is white. No, I didn't tell him that. Uh, I almost said I hate my wife too, but that was too far. They would have known. Ah! But I was like, hey, if you guys ever want to say something racist around me, I'm your guy. So hopefully I'll be owning the YMCA in like two, three years, man. We just keep your fingers crossed, man. Hopefully so they say some racist shit. I'm just going to slowly trickle it into conversations. And, uh, you know, once they break out the racism, that's when I'm going to be like, gotcha, bitch. Um, don't fall for it. Nah, hopefully they fall for it, you know. I mean, Karen, are you rooting against me? You want me to own the YMCA or not? Oh, my bad. Talking about the Harris YMCA. Yeah, I like to own the Harris YMCA. So there was a filibuster last night. Wendy Davis. Everybody was tweeting about it. Stand with Wendy. It was in Texas. They had an abortion bill. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm about to fill this buster. And she got up there and was like, I'm going to try to talk for 13 hours straight. 13 hours? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's like um, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Well, you can like go up there and talk until like slow up the legislation. The the, the thing about filibustering, a uh, uh, filibust, filibuster. Uh, oh, is no, what it's called. It's, it's a filibuster. I was about to say filibuster like a porn. I'm sorry. <laughs> filibustering is that years ago it was rarely used. Like people actually talked and compromised. Yeah, this is a throwback. Stuff. This is a throwback like, to that time. Now everybody's using it all, but it, but even then it wasn't used. Like it's used more now than it was. Well, then. but it's different though. Because what they do now, you don't actually have to physically get up there and talk. That's why this is different. They'll say, I put, I, I filibuster this. You just basically submit it in writing. Like, I filibuster this shit. And then they treat it like you stood up there and talked. But your ass ain't really stand up there and talk. Because if right. they made your ass really stand up there and talk, you would think twice about standing up there for 13 hours. And she actually did. She did an old school filibuster. Oh, so she physically got up there and talked. Mm-hmm. she did it for 10 hours that's the woman for you she meant to, right well obviously they had to stop her uh 10 hours in because like all women she got off topic you know right fellas up top <laughs> you know what i'm saying she's like talking about her kids well and her i think around the 10th hour she's like and then that bitch cheryl from across the room, room said yeah and i don't, I don't think you need to turn those reports in on time and i said this bitch is out to destroy me and i done told that senator for maine Fuck you, mm-hmm. bitch. I done told you. We not going to talk been, about this no more. She had been talking like that for two hours, but because it was mostly men, nobody noticed because we were all like looking at our phones going, mm-hmm, yep, and then playing words of friends. And then <laughs> ah! at some point, somebody was like, hey, wait a minute. This isn't even about abortion anymore. Oh, yeah. She talking about everything. Yeah. 13 hours straight. 13 hours. Well, she made it to 10. She made it to 10 hours straight, and then they stopped uh, because they said she was off topic. Of course, that long mm-hmm. there's no way in hell she stayed on topic that long uh without yeah. repeating herself and being redundant but it's just amazing that she would even try man like the fact that she did that like she's somewhat of a hero to a lot of people now like a lot of people are now i'm assuming tomorrow somebody will harass her in a hardy's and she'll be like i have a puerto rican put a bullet in your head and everybody be like well fuck sarah fuck fuck wendy she don't know what she's talking about but for now, she is a hero, and everybody recognizes that, man. Um, I was reading an article about it, and it said, uh, the depressing truth is, despite Wendy Davis's heroic feat of vertical endurance, because in, in Texas, you can't even lean on something or your filibuster's over. You can't take sit down, and you can't take a bathroom break. You got to stand for 13 hours straight talking. Uh, but they say the next time Texas legislature comes back into session, 
republicans are still likely to pass this bill or something like it again like so like she stopped it this time uh you know but because she physically said i'm not gonna allow y'all to do it and she drew a lot of attention a lot of eyes people were live streaming this people were tweeting about it facebook okay writing articles about it like she brought attention to it And and i do have a question like what is this bill exactly um is it makes abortions more restrictive um in texas um i don't remember exactly the details i was just on the chat to tell you but like uh basically it restricts women's access to abortion and uh you know one of the largest states in a in In the country country. uh so um but yeah it was just one of those like old school cool moments and everybody was celebrating and and, like staying with wendy staying with wendy and i was watching catfish at the time so i was just like yeah you know i'm standing with casey right now but um you know and karen hasn't watched watched catfish yet so we'll have to talk about that on uh sunday mm-hmm. um but cool for wendy jackson man i mean wendy davis wendy jackson cool for wendy davis man um she received praise in a letter signed by uh in a thank you letter signed by 31 democratic sen- senators uh shout out to democrats couldn't even get everybody signing um uh, texas state when <laughs> democrats ain't shit man real talk like they they are the worst <laughs> they are the no unified words. they're not unified at all <laughs> republicans the- like fuck y'all we gonna pass this Democrats like, every know. republican every republican mm. would have not only signed this shit they probably would have flown down there but of course democrats be like well in hour three she said that the bill was retarded and that is one of my highest uh concerns right now is the language we use when talking about our physically and mentally handicapped people it's like uh i get you man but like we're trying to try and celebrate this heroic act right but she also said that uh global warming needed to be looked into but we're not saying global warming anyway we say climate change so fuck this bitch uh i will not sign the letter i'm like okay democrats this is why y'all lose even senators in washington dc tuned in they said wednesday in a letter to davis from senators uh richard blumenthal Kristen gillibrand Barbara Boxer, Patty, Patty Murray, and Janine Shaheen. I don't know her. Jean, Jean Shaheen? I don't know her. Anyway, on behalf of, uh, 26 of their Democratic colleagues, thank you for your courage and determination in defeating the SB5 bill that would have severely limited women's reproductive choices in Texas. The letter read, your steadfastness sets an example that one person's voice and commitment can make a difference. As senators, we were all struck as we watched you stand on the Senate floor of the Texas legislature for legislature for hours in the face of ideology based attempts to pass legislation that would threaten women's health. Thanks to your dedication, Texas and the rest of the country, we will rethink efforts to enact similar laws. We're proud to call you an ally and a friend. Um, so thank you for being a friend. Um, but the problem with this is like y'all are senators too y'all could do these things you know yeah I mean? they just opt not to and the, and the, and the thing about this that i have about it texas guns have all the rights mm-hmm. but my vagina don't i could take a gun can shoot somebody and what it laws a lot of those laws down they could get get, get, get off scot-free Cause mm-hmm. I'm in Texas, where everything is bigger. Right. Uh, but you telling me that me being a woman, I'm less valuable than a gun. They said uh, the bill 
which would have threatened to close all but five of the abortion clinics in Texas. Oh, shit. This is the second biggest state in the in, in the country. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yep. And prohibit all abortions after 20 weeks of pregnancy. Um, so basically, you got, uh, what is that, three to four months? And you might not even be showing at that point. Sometimes people don't even know then. Uh, Are they for real? Mm-hmm. Yep. So... A lot of people, what, and, and 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 the biggest, and I and I guess for me, being one of the biggest issue I have with this, if motherfucking men could get pregnant, this would not be a goddamn issue. That's what pisses me off. Say that again, you man. They were like, you could have an abortion at your at your corner store if men could get pregnant. But it's one of those things where they don't have to deal with it. They don't have to put up with it. You know, and, and there are even some, there are even the, uh, women, put it like this. If you personally would not have an abortion, that's you. But you don't have the right to stop me from getting it. And the thing, the, the thing about, the thing about it is this. People, women are going to have abortions, be it lawfully or unlawfully. That's what people fail to realize. Legally or illegally. Um, as I'm, old dirty bastard would say. And, and that's what people fail to realize. I'd rather you have an abortion somewhere that's safe for you, safe for your child, and don't cause multiple deaths. And then you're going to have crooked-ass doctors that's going to jack prices up and charge women, you know, black market prices to get abortions done. And it might not be legit. You you, you risk all kinds of shit Um, because it's one of those things where... Just because you get pregnant does not mean you want to have this child. Because people really don't understand. People do understand, but they don't give a fuck because it's women. Yeah. Um, like, uh, Tara Lynn in the chat, she, she said, nah, at 20, at 20 weeks, you know. Oh, word. Then why is there a TV show about people that didn't know they was pregnant? Till babies popped out on the toilet. Everybody don't know, dog. Yeah, everybody's different. I, 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 How they get that budget? And why are there so many episodes? Everybody yeah. don't know, man. Like, no, they don't. No. You know, because every woman is different. Because I've I've talked to, uh, uh, in which I didn't believe it, but it is true. I've talked to women that actually are get pregnant and still have a cycle. Yes. You know, you you talk to some women that their cycle skip. They might go six months without having a cycle, then get it for three. You know, it's all kinds of uh, uh things that factor into that. And every woman is different, you know, because they literally there are women they don't find out till like later on that they are literally pregnant you know it's, right. it's not it's not like you know oh that's the that, that that that's that's the nut that got me pregnant you don't know that right and it's one of those things where they want to limit it to force women to have children but you know once that motherfucker's born they could give two shits about it yeah so i mean the thing is like uh the fact that they were going to shut down the in in the shut biggest down state in the country five clinics like what was the line to get an abortion but but, but, like? but 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 and the thing about it is is this and that's assuming that all these clinics do was abortions which is a lie and most of the time the thing that really pissed me off abortions is probably the smallest percentage of shit they do they don't talk about contraceptive they don't talk about the birth control prenatal they don't care talk about the prenatal care you know what i mean they, they don't talk about some the of them do breast smears. some of them do breast exams yeah they shit. don't talk about the mammograms they don't talk it's, it's it's like you're so focused on abortions that you disregard all the other health things about women right because it's, it's almost like fuck fuck all the stuff when it comes to women's health 
we just we just want to control whether or not you have abortions and the thing about it is that and maybe this is my for america to be the biggest and the baddest and the best we look very ignorant in other countries eyes when we pass stupid ass laws like that right right it's so stupid man but yeah man the saddest part and the, the truth that you know a lot of people aren't going to talk about and don't want to discuss is quite likely we will be here again because they're not going to give up ever and they're not going like like like, like it's literally going to be the federal government is going to have to stop come in but i look y'all can't do this you yeah. ju- you just you just can't shut they shit were down. they were embarrassed into not acting this time but you know quite likely this you know when this shit comes back up you'll find like one republicans never stay embarrassed long oh you no know? they don't they never stay embarrassed long man like, they shake a, that shit off and be like all right you ready to go around too Right. There was a, a article that I had where a, a guy spoke to, um, the Tea Party and he spoke a little bit of Spanish. He's of Hispanic, you know, background and origin. And they were yelling at him, get a job, learn to speak English and shit like that. This is a man who can speak English and a man who, uh, you know, definitely, uh, is, you know, able to, is an American citizen. And they were like, that's the ignorance they have they're not ashamed so the next time this happens filibuster or no they won't be ashamed long like i don't know how you capitalize on this and this is a victory to a certain extent but you know it's a war and this is just a one battle for a lot of these people um there's a texas congressman speaking of texas and reproductive rights um as the house of representatives gear up for the tuesday's debate uh, Representative Michael Burgess, Republican, Texas, argued in favor of banning abortions even earlier in pregnancy because he said male fetuses at that age already uh, masturbate. What the fuck is he talking about? Watch a sonogram of a 15-week baby. They have movements that are purposeful. Uh, he's a former OBGYN. He says they stroke their face. If they're a male baby, they may have their hand between their legs if they feel pleasure. Why is it so hard to believe that they could feel pain? That observation led Burgess to say that he had, he had argued for the abortion ban to start at a much earlier stage of gestation, 15 or 16 weeks. This is less than halfway through a pregnancy. He appeared to liken Roe v. Wade, the 1973 Supreme Court decision that legalized abortion to 1893 Plessy v. Ferguson decision that formally legalized racial segregation. And they love turning the abortion and racism comparison. The only time you can get Republicans to understand racism is through an allegory. That's it. It's like, oh, you know what? Um, isn't abortion like racism? Oh, you know what? I completely understand the complexities and the nuances of race. Yeah, but you know what else, man? I was thinking, Mr. Burgess, isn't racism kind of like racism? What racism? like literally just uh well, well what i mean by that is okay the way they're going out to the tea party isn't that like racism it's exactly like racism it's very racist and it needs to stop right but saying you need to see obama's birth certificate uh, certificate isn't that kind of a little racy i don't understand it's like jesus only through an allegory huh it's got to be similes and metaphors all day for you motherfuckers and, to get this and, racism and i understand that he's an ogbyn like I said, pregnant women probably understand this. You have a live human being crunched in a tiny, tiny ass bubble. 
So guess what? They're going to move. They're going to touch themselves. They're going to fidget. This is what they do. And it's one of those things to say that a child is jerking. What does he, does, does he nut to? I mean, if, yeah. if he's jerking, I mean, this, I mean, this can a makes baby, no sense. Like, can a baby come out at 15 weeks and be born? Like, it'd be it just premature. Seems, it just seems like the argument is just so ridiculous. Uh, you know, to, they just want to win this argument and, and, and it's a zero sum game. Don't be fooled. The end result is they want, Every move they make is to ban abortion. Of course. They might, they try to disguise it in, well, 15 weeks certainly, wouldn't you say? Well, what about 12 weeks? Uh, you know, the odds kind of start to form at 12. What about nine weeks? Because nine weeks, wouldn't you? What about two weeks? You know, like that's where this shit is going. There's no fucking point where they will compromise and go, finally. I just wanted to get to 15 weeks. I'll leave it alone now, guys. It's okay with me. No, their mind is that if you get pregnant, no matter rape, no matter incest, no, we, we just don't care. No matter if you're horned, sinning, right. you know, in a marriage, we don't care. Now, if, if, the, if it's conceived, you better have that goddamn baby. Now, if the baby had a flat screen and was watching some porn in there, I get it. That, I, now I would too. That's some sentient behavior. But, but, but you know what? That's you know. a pimped out womb. I tell you that much. Right. You know, pimp my womb. Uh, let's, uh-huh. let's talk about some guests to race, Karen. That's what everybody really came for. They don't care about how many episodes we got, about it being 500 episodes a day. They said, what up with that racism, though? And I said, okay, chat room, you ask and you shall receive. Uh, coming up first on guests to race, it's a police officer who's been indicted for official misconduct, Karen. Official misconduct. Well, new at 10, Memphis police are looking for two men wanted for breaking into a Walgreens pharmacy. They cut a hole through the roof to get inside. Wait, Take what? a look. It happened earlier this week at the Walgreens at Union and McLean in Midtown. The men cut out the hole. Then one of them climbed down and stole pill bottles off the shelves. You can see him leaving with a duffel bag filled with the items. The other. This feels like it's going to be double guest race because I didn't even see this other video on here ah like they just just started with a different video i'm gonna keep playing it though because i know the race of these people guy stayed on the roof during the break-in a breaking news update now on the arrest of a okay so guess the race of these first people that came through the roof to break in and got caught on camera uh right there like i didn't even know this was gonna be uh a guess the race because uh that shit just popped up um so, uh, chat room, uh, guess the race of the ceiling bandits. The people that came into the ceiling. Let's see, that was some cracky behavior, black. My old man, black. Negro dumbasses. Chalky cheese eaters. Uh, mayo. <laughs> where at? What do you mean, where at? Oh, oh, let me, where did this happen? This is in Memphis. In Memphis, guys. Asian acrobat escapees. I never told you. Someone watch Ocean Eleven. White as the snow, blacker than the gunk in a grill. <laughs> oh my. White, white black people are afraid of heights. The correct answer is black. <laughs> there were two black dudes that came through the ceiling 
to try to rob that store. All right, here is the other part of Guess the Race. Former Memphis police officer accused of forcing a man to have sex in exchange for not taking him to jail. Tonight, we know the exact charges against Brandon Barry. News Channel 3 was first to bring you the allegations against the officer, who has since resigned from the force. WREG's Michelle Reese is live with what is in the indictment. Michelle. Well, the indictment basically says that Brandon Barry didn't do his job as a Memphis police officer in order to get a benefit. That benefit, sex, in exchange for not taking a fugitive to jail. Now, how many of you guys have been pulled over by a cop before? You know, and this happens a lot. Like men, they get angry and they'll be like, you know, I'm tired of women get off. You know, women always do that thing where they're like, oh, I flashed him a little bit of boobs and he just gave, he just gave me, just let me drive off. I'm like, what? That, that can happen. Oh, I wish that could happen to me. A man would never be able to pull this off. This never happens to men. But now here's your opportunity staring you in the face. You can get this ticket. Or you can suck this dick. What do you do? You better take that ticket. What do you do? You've been talking so much shit for years about how women got it easy and all they got to do is wear some low, uh, cut blouses. Next thing you know, they not going to jail. They're not, they, they driving a hundred miles out down the speed limit, you know, past the speed limit. What do you do, man? When that officer says, all right, man, I just want you to juggle my balls for a little bit. Ah! Do you do it? You know? Is the ticket really worth See a lot of people in the chat room thinking about it. Everybody's being silent. No, not, no, no's. Only jump off said no. Everybody else thought about it. Um, too late to tighten anything. I'm not looking. Ah! I'm about to go through this every day of my life. He's asked to remain anonymous, but says he's a victim of former MPD officer Brandon Barry. He may be perform some sexual action. In May, he told News Channel 3 about the night his life changed forever. He says January 18th, Officer Brandon Berry pulled him over. He was telling me, you know you got a one. He says since he was a fugitive, he became Berry's target. He says the officer put him in his patrol car but didn't take him to jail. Instead, drove him to an alley. He says Berry forced him to perform oral sex on him. You know, I think this is a little scrappy, Karen. Because remember, he just got in trouble with some stuff on the show. Naive? Now, if he says, you know, he wanted me to suck his dis naive, then we know it's a little scrappy. Yeah, but we do. if you listen to his voice, it kind of sounds like a little scrappy and he's been had run-ins with the law before. He, you know, now I don't know how he's going to suck a dick. He does have very bad asthma, but maybe he found a way, you know, desperate times. Resort to desperate measures. Desperate measures. Mm-hmm. The jail instead drove him to an alley. He says Barry forced him to perform oral sex on him. I did it for a second, but I was like, man, I can't do this shit. I can't do this, man. This ain't me, you know. I ain't finna do this, man. And he just he just sat there and just messed the just just messed the up in the in the police car and shit, you know. I'm like, man, this this crazy I can't even I really can't believe this actually happening. He says that's scrappy care we we broke this case that is definitely a little scrappy and what that beeping out are uh, the, the is naive <laughs> you know he just sat there miss naive that's you know miss master biz naive and uh on, on, on his dick naive and you know <laughs> i also like the how he's describing this so like matter of factly where he's just like i mean i sucked his dick for a little bit then i was like nigga i ain't sucking your dick all day nigga this just just a warrant you know it's not prison time <laughs> he's like it ain't that important that's the most matter of fact i almost sucked a dick 
talk ever. Car, but didn't take him to jail. Instead, drove him to an alley. He says Barry forced him to perform oral sex on him. I did it for a second, bro. I'm like, man, I can't do this. Shit, I can't do this, man. This ain't me, you know. I ain't finna do this, man. And he just, he just sat there and just messed the, just, just messed himself in the, in the police car. And shit, you know, I'm like, man, this, this crazy. I can't even. I really can't believe this actually happening. He says the officer then drove him back to his car. Now, nearly six months later, a grand jury indicted Barry for official misconduct. The indictment alleges Barry unlawfully and knowingly refrained from performing his duty as a Memphis police officer with the intent to obtain a benefit. We tried to get Barry's side of the story tonight, but he didn't answer the door at his South Memphis home. Of course now, not. Now, this once officer of the law faces up to six years behind bars. And Barry is indicted on just one count of official misconduct, but there were allegations that he had done something like this before, but never faced any charges on those. Now, tonight, oh, sure. he is out of jail on a $5,000 bond. Reporting live tonight from downtown Memphis. Wow. And, and is it me? Oh, why does the news always act shocked when they go to somebody's motherfucking house and they don't answer? <laughs> we answer, do, do, do. you like, motherfucker, why would I come out there and you got microphones and cameras? It's the head detective. Like, answer the door. You know? <laughs> I'm shocked when people do come out and talk to them. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they think about the, like, honestly, man, like, that is, I think uh every straight man, is having the same thought I'm thinking, which is suck this dick for a little bit, <laughs> which is unfair because you know he's in a fucked up situation and shit. But like, I think um, I'm like, man, we just gotta go to jail. Just uh, take me the shortcut where take me the short route. Yeah, like I'm yeah. definitely not sucking your dick, bro. Take, take me straight to the jailhouse. Yeah, like I think every and straight even, dude, and, and even being and even being a woman is one of them things. But nigga, I don't know where your dick has been. Right, like every like I'm the only person you pull this with. But that you know, as a dude, I'm just not sucking your dick, bro. I'm sorry, you can't negotiate me into sucking your dick. There's no amount of bartering skills that you can have that will end up with me blowing you. Not even for a second. Not even just a tip. Not none of this. None of this dick goes by my mouth, dog. This is some. Ah. This is some uh, Byron Long ass <laughs> logic right here. Look, little Latin, young Latin boy. Logic right here. No, fuck you. No, no dick touching at all. Just straight to jail, please. Um, the blacker the Brandon Berry, the sweeter the Molly in your juice, naive. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, he probably got that jizz naive, y'all. It's mm-hmm. Miz Naif. <laughs> the, the cheese, cheesy cracker. Oh, chin naive. Yeah. Uh, the cheesy cracker that's been watching too much ghetto gaggers. Aww. Uh, translation, I didn't let him finish in my mouth, black. You're right. I sucked it for a second. <laughs> he said that shit too, like it was pat, like, shit, of course I sucked this dick for a second. But then I was like, come on, bro. You want me to be sucking your dick all day? This is crazy. Five ten minutes tops. Um, <laughs> then you had to sit there and watch him jack off with that look in his eyes, like you had my dick in your Bro, mouth. Nigga, he ain't got no gun. Yeah. Oh, he definitely ain't got no gun. Just dick in his hand. Wiz naive says Teeth. Officer Ellis <laughs> Carver, light skinned coalition black. 
Uh, dirty hair impersonator translucent with rapey privileges oh one who would throw the first brick of cheese at my head <laughs> yeah the officer the officer the follower um i didn't hit i didn't pass the bar but i know a little bit enough that i want to legally suck that dick black <laughs> <laughs> oh, i like that one <laughs> i got 99 problems and suck a dick ain't one no it ain't uh, I'll take jail for 500. Wow. Uh, I don't know that. Suck my dick, boy, white. Uh, $5,000 bond out of jail cop is white. Uh, mission accomplished white. The correct answer is black. The officer it was Barry back, y'all. is a black dude that, uh, decided that, uh, he needed to cash in some of these warrants, uh, and say, suck my dick for freedom. That's a hard choice to make, man, I guess, but that's why I don't do crime. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I gotta suck a dick for freedom. Mm -mm. I'll take you to jail, or we can sell out of court right now for my jizz in your mouth. Mm -mm. Swallow the gravy. Mm -mm. Nah, I'm good. Okay, we'll just, uh, suck it for a couple seconds, then I'll jerk myself off while staring at you provocatively in the back of this car. What happened to fucking police car, uh, police cameras? I don't know. I thought they, I, I thought it was the inside and outside. Apparently I'm wrong. Here's another guest to race. WABC TV weatherman Bill Evans claims a whirlwind beating from a strange wife, Dana, left him with a clawed crotch and a bruised black backside as their marital cold front gave way to a hot blooded brawl. Oh Lord. Mm hmm. The savage spouse grabbed the waistband of his underwear and reached for his scrotum with her free hand, subsequently scratching it. Which resulted in bleeding. Oh. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's got uh, mostly cloudy in his underwear, Karen. Mm-hmm. Mostly bloody. <laughs> mm-hmm. She then beat him. With a side of screaming. She then beat him across the buttocks with a wooden hammer, hanger, I'm sorry, wooden hanger, until it broke, leaving a four-inch black and blue mark, said the statement given by Bill Evans. Oh, shit. What what happened to me? Her respond like this. Yeah, blame the victim. The details emerged Tuesday as both appeared separately in Superior Court in Stanford, where orders of protection barring each other from contact with each other were reaffirmed. Evans, 52, a veteran of 24 years of local television, left the courthouse without comment. But in court papers, Channel 7 meteorologist charged that his wife fought dirty as their bitter divorce case turned even uglier after 19 years of marriage. Dana Evans, 48, claims she was battered. She was the battered spouse in a stormy showdown that left her with a black eye, bleeding hand, and bruised collarbone in a fight over his car keys. Wow. Isn't it amazing how this shit can turn you into children? Like mm-hmm. these petty squad, they, they are fighting like me and my brother when we were kids. Oh, yeah. But they're married and they're adults and they're hitting each other. Yeah. Use your words. Because when it comes to it, a lot of people love, love, love. You don't love me no more? Fuck you. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be sure that you and everything you love and everything you got motherfucking burn in my face. You're welcome, yeah. gay people. Now you got to worry about divorce equality and child support equality because uh, it ain't always what it claimed claim to be for a lot uh, of people. Ain't that the truth. She appeared first in court, followed by the TV forecaster. On their cost you, complaints. But man, you know what? And they're going to have the motto like straight folks. It's cheaper to keep us. It's cheaper to keep them. Or it's, mm. or it's, or, or it's cheaper to, to keep the transsexual in your life. Because, you know, that divorce ain't no joke. 
uh on the cross complaints from the fight in the master bedroom of the greenwich home evans attorney philip russell charged dana evans filed her complaint with police as a bargaining employee in a divorce case apparently that backfired said russell it's like seinfeld it's the case about nothing it's kind of a weird case there's not a lot that went on they're having a bad divorce and she went to the police uh dana claimed her husband was the aggressor shoving and knocking her on the floor before landing a hard right he punched her on the right eye with his right hand closed fist while she was backing away the court documents charged the punch caused her to fall backwards dana evans claimed she swung the wooden hanger at her husband in self-defense and bill said she beat him until the hanger broke dana claimed she left with a cut on her left hand bruising beneath her eye bruised left collarbone in the scuffle each is charged with third degree assault disorderly conduct mark sherman oh, i'm reminded of y'all let's charge for assault each other i'm reminded of that fight in anchorman where anchorman where uh ron burgundy fights uh the the chick from um uh married married with children yes that that is like she hits him with the hanger and, uh, with the uh, antenna from the tv on the back like that's i keep imagining this shit <laughs> as the fight of course you smelly pirate hooker and shit like that um each is charged with third degree assault um cbs tv anchorman rob morrison was in the same courthouse tuesday winning approval for spending additional time with his seven-year-old son jack man a lot of uh a lot of divorce problems with the news in this local town anyway guess the race of the couple involved in this ugly spat everybody cloudy with a chance of scattered fist to the face white <laughs> master bedroom seinfeld reference the whole article is white the reporter said hot-blooded that's a wise latina woman Hot-blooded, wet-back, front-door, wrath-making, Goya-eating sister of former Patriots, tight end. <laughs> they fighting over keys, white. Black would have used the keys and left. Please be white. No more wooden hangers, white. The correct answer is white. They are white people, y'all. They are white. And they, you, like, the picture in this article of his wife, putting it in the chat right now. Oh, she don't She look- got crazy eyes, dude. Yeah, like, like, like. She looked like it's one of them things where you go, you know what? I really believe she she, she beat that man. Yeah, I'm not saying it makes her uh, oh, guilty. Right. Yeah, uh, I'm not yeah. saying it makes her guilty, but uh, he yeah, definitely she, don't she make her like innocent. She went to, to his ass. A, Literally. A self-confessed sextortionist. Was a sextortionist. From Indiana was sentenced Wednesday to 40 years in prison and signed... I mean, fined $70,000 for coercing more than a dozen teenagers into performing sex acts online. Richard Finkbeiner, 40, admitted that he tricked the young people into stopping, I mean, wait, into stripping or performing. stopping? Mm-hmm, into stripping or performing sexual acts for him via webcam. Then he used recordings of those sessions to coerce them into making yet more explicit videos. He's like, hey, man, take your clothes off. And he take them off. And he's like, ah, I tricked you, nigga. And take your clothes off even more or I'm going to tell everybody that you're taking your clothes off. Finkbender of Brazil, Indiana, agreed uh, in January to plead guilty to child exploitation, extortion, and possession of child pornography in exchange yes. for a recommended sentence of 30 to 50 years in prison. Well, he'll be taking it off. Way off. The sheer number of individuals Finkbender exploited and extorted justifies a sentence Finkbender is almost certain not to outlive. Prosecutor said in the court documents filed June 18th in the U.S. District Court, 
the judge as is customary with sexual offenders also ordered finkbender to be supervised by federal officials for the rest of his life following his release finkbender's defense attorney monica foster didn't return phone calls he was charged in april 2012 with operating a sextortion scheme that targeted hundreds of minors across the country some as young as 12 years old wow where were they parents investigators who analyzed electronic media seized from him found more than 22,000 video files 20, oh, he did some recording didn't he captured from webcam feeds about half of which depict sexual conduct yeah he's definitely not in the creeper naughty your, your, your license been revoked no underage creeper naughties. oh no according to the prosecutors Finkbeiner met most of or all of his victims on a video chat website omegle.com which users offers users random anonymous one-on-one chats with strangers the site says it's not to be used by children under 13 or teens younger than 18 who don't have the permission of a parent or a guardian. That, uh, so, so basically, that's what I, that was my thing. I was like, why are they out there? But the site basically says, if you're under a certain age, don't put your ass out here and kids say, I'm, I'm glad anyway. Fuck my mama. Right. Um, prosecutors say the teens thought they were looking at live images of people who were acting sexually and encouraging the teens to do the same. But the images, the images were actually recording Fink Benders was, was showing them. He would later contact the teens again and threaten to upload their explicit images to porn and websites unless he made they made more videos for his private use. And see that that's the ignorance of children mm-hmm. because if you recorded me, motherfucker, and I'm underage, your recording is illegal to have in the first place. But it's one of the things where you can scare children so bad that they won't tell the people that need to be informed that you he's doing even though the children was wrong don't get me wrong but what he did was even worse well the world is just so big when you're when you're a kid like that's true oh not big your world is so small that everything feels big so it's like uh, do i tell my parents well now they're gonna know i'm on the internet jacking my dick trying to watch live people have sex but they're not looking at the bigger picture. right no of course not we have the perspective of hindsight and being older now, that, we can now go, that's true too now uh, my parents might be a little upset but uh this motherfucker would be in prison you know instead we're thinking like oh man i don't want to get caught i guess i'll make another jack off video for this dude and then next thing you know you know it's just a never-ending jack off story man you're jacking off <laughs> Hi, that the truth? every fucking day for this dude uh when you get home scheduling jack off appointments uh so this motherfucker can record you on webcam you know sad the alleged victims range from 12 to 16 years old and live in nine states indiana west virginia iowa wisconsin ohio new york michigan illinois and colorado yeah so you reckon federal law too like you you cross states dog in one case cited in court records a 12 year old michigan boy pleaded with fink biner not to upload explicit videos of him after he refused to do any more fink biner posted them on the internet anyway Prosecutors say the case is a simple example of sextortion, a crime that authorities are seeing with greater frequency in which Internet predators catch victims in embarrassing situations online and threaten to expose them unless they create sexually explicit videos or photos. Wow. Guess the race of Richard Leon Finkbeiner, uh, uh, sextortionist. Let's see what everybody says. Creepy Bang Bros, cameraman white. I agree. Oh, when'd you get those pubic hairs? Uh, the color Very creepy. of the color of salt, sugar, snow, and the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Sex panther cologne, splashy handlebar mustache, wearing comb over white. 
that's some white sh- shit hope is a cracker chris hansen house guest white rapist mother of africa white white only we are that creepy ha <laughs> the correct answer is white this and he looks so pedophile let me put this in the oh chat my gosh. like there are some people like it's almost sad because you know how you some people feel like they got their natural color like you look at a guy like chris brown you go that guy was made to be a star this guy you look at him you go you were made to terrorize innocent children by showing their penises creepy. on the internet you are a creep and the, and the thing about it is that he even had the nerve to post the child's picture because the child wouldn't continue to do it yeah yes you deserve to go to jail let's do a couple more guest Here here's another one um this is about a burglary that happened. Um, the guy he lied. forced his way into the Shell gas station on A.L. Mangum Road at about 2 a.m. after the store was closed. Once inside, he rifled through cupboards and drawers looking for things to steal and eventually used some sort of tool and struggled mightily to pry open two cash registers. It wasn't easy. Investigators say he got a very minimal amount of money, so you have to wonder why he did this. It appears as if he's busting a move inside the store, dancing. He displayed some movements that could be typical of someone who is on some type of medication or an illegal drug. Ah! It was a bad burglar, an even worse dancer. All right. Um... I'm so mad that they edited that shit like that. Uh, but yeah, chat room, guess the race of the man who robbed somebody and then started, robbed a convenience store and then started dancing behind the register when he didn't get enough money. Uh, silverback strump black. Uh, no, I did not add that music, K Diggy. That was in the news article. Jigga B, you know, just black, damn it. You know what? Just black, damn it. <laughs> He got that call from Oprah saying he's the father black. <laughs> Bubbles from the wire, Tyrone Biggums, uh, bad dancer white, moon cricket, ABC, ABDC from ATL black, curses the day, soul train died black, lunar nigget. Oh, <laughs> nigget. Uh, lunar brothers on fire today. They put out, they put on Paula Dean's granddaddy's workers. <laughs> Cottonwood. Correct answer is white. It was a white dude. Yeah, we didn't add that music. That music like came with the, uh, with the video. And y'all, he was literally getting down to. Alright, here's the last guest to race for the show. Then we gotta do sword ratchetness. Well, new details have emerged now in the sexual misconduct investigation involving a Sumter minister. Good evening and thanks for being with us. I'm J.R. Berry. And I'm Darcy Strickland. Police say they know of three female victims in the case. News 19's Jasmine Stiles spoke to investigators. Jasmine, I know you're in the information center. What can you tell us? All I can tell you is that I, we were able to obtain court documents that told the victim's side of the story, and it was disturbing. Sumter police say they're still digging up more and more. We want to make sure there's no more victims out there. Police say Larry Durant, a pastor at Word International Ministry in Sumter, used his influence as a minister to get close to the victims. The manner in which he uh, lured them in, uh, that we, we feel that at some level there's a, a strong potential that there may be other victims. We're talking about a span of, of right now over two years. It appeared that he may have had a routine on... Uh, gaining 
the trust in the, 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 the private company of some of the, uh, the juveniles. According to court documents, as early as 2011, Durant offered private prayer session where he performed sex acts to heal the victims from liking females, contracting sexual diseases, or becoming pregnant early. So if we take away just the... Yeah, Karen, it's the only way to cure. You know, sometimes they say the medicine is worse than the cure. And what it, uh, an ounce of prevention, you know, goes a long way, Karen. So he, well, he must have been, you know, busting ounces of prevention in these young, tight, s- chocolate, vanilla, strawberry uh, victims, you know, with their pump pigtails. It's only one way to heal them, Karen, and you know with what, your penis. And, and, you, and, and I know this got to be so frustrating for people just like, you know what, God, I do this right. And then and he got to go and do this, giving all us a bad name. Because mm-hmm. that, that's, that, that's terrible. Yep. And next say two years, I guarantee you there's other victims that they, they probably would never find. Uh-huh. The, the church side of it all, but definitely using his position to encourage or influence others to, to I would say, woo a man using his, his leadership position. Police also say an alert parent contacted them in May. A third-party conversation got it rolling, and the parent did the right thing by getting involved, having conversation with the child, and then from there, uh, they came down. They came and visited law enforcement center, and we started our investigation about a month ago. Sumter police say this is definitely a teaching moment. We're really hoping that uh, mm-hmm. he, by like he was teaching this, them. there'll be a. a mm-hmm. It was a teaching moment. I wonder if he was, uh, you know, had the same kind of penis blessing that that dude that tried to rape the woman back to life when he said she wasn't breathing in Utah a couple of weeks ago. I guess so. Maybe they had the same it's blessing. Power in, power in the penis. Hey, you never know till you try, right? Opportunity for someone to <laughs> take a minute to kind of think about uh, maybe some occasions or situations that may have seemed odd and question, ask questions, you know, of their children. Teaching moments I don't want. Yeah, so, you know, the real question is how many of these women did he cure of all these, you know, these ailments? Because, I mean, if he was out here healing people, then maybe, you know, maybe he's the one who's right. Uh, just, to, just, to, just to see if everything is, is, is okay. Police say there may be other victims and they're hoping that they'll come forward. If you have any information on this, please call Crime Stoppers at 1888. Well, he was hoping they'd come forward and backwards. Won't be fooled again. Um, so guess the race of the minister that was out here healing them with that dick dog. Um, uh, he let's see one who wears steve harvey suits carries his valuables in the crown royal bags and wears a four finger ring like big daddy Kane did back in 88 <laughs> alert pair equals white church with a black preacher oh. eddie long's cousin passed the collection plate four times black mandingo myth loving minister the correct answer is black it was a black man Laying hands and penises on these ladies. Just lay. Yay, we're laying everything on. Allow me to lay hand jobs on you. Um, we can't get out of here without talking about this. I don't care if it's the 500th episode or not. A man was injured by a sword in St. Albans. Wow. 
St. Albert's police are searching a St. Albert's man in connection with an assault involving a sword. Police say Kyle Wallace, 24, got into a physical fight with his sister, Jessica Boladu. What? Bolado? Why does it spell like that? Uh, and her friend Raymond Owlette around 12 20 a.m. Sunday. The fight was at, who cares where it was at? Mm. Police say Wallace kicked down Bella Doe to the floor, then swung a sheathed sword at her. Owlette tried to protect Bella Doe by jumping in the way and deflecting the sword with his arm. Part of the sheath was torn and frayed, and that part of the blade hit Owlette's left arm, causing a large cut. Wallace and his girlfriend, Stephanie Bolster, 23, fled on feet, foot with the sword in hand authorities said they think wallace is staying either with his girlfriend in essex or his mother in burlington and added that they are investigating wallace is being sought on two counts of aggravated assault police said wallace is described five feet ten inches tall and weighing 160 pounds so watch out man you see this guy on your streets walking around with a sword with the sheath that's cracked run the other way man these are craziest dangerous times people this episode has been brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Make sure you guys go and click on the YouTube uh, uh, trailer for Dead Room. Uh, we appreciate everybody to take the time out to do that. Thank you so much for helping us get to episode 500. Yes, thank you guys. People still continuing to sign up for the premium content, yes, man. Yes, they are. Thanks everybody doing that. Um, you guys have been nothing but awesome. Made this transition from uh you know not having a job to uh this being my job so great yes you um, have and uh, a lot of people you know uh didn't think we could do this we weren't even sure at the time but uh you guys have, have definitely made it possible man so thank you guys every single one of you uh if you haven't listened to all 500 episodes if you only listen to one or two if uh this is your first episode thanks man like for real thanks for, for spreading the word for real Thanks for supporting us. Uh, Thank you for liking, sharing, yeah. you know, telling your family, telling your friends. We've had some times on the show, man. We our real lives are going through shit on, you know, throughout the show. <laughs> I know, right? In the course of the show, man. But uh, you guys have always been here for us. You guys have always supported us. And of course, fuck everybody that didn't. Honestly, like uh, I'm able to say that because I surround myself with a lot of positivity, and that shit comes directly from you guys. And mm-hmm. I'll say one thing about our audience that. I think is I value more than any other audience is for the most part. Our audience knows how to be fans. Yes. that Yeah. For real. Our audience understands that concept of yeah. just being a fan, which means I just enjoy you guys. I like listening to you guys. I, I come along and I'm on the ride with you. Right. I'm not trying to be the star. I'm not trying to steal the show. We, occasionally we have people that come in and they get it twisted, but they always end up leaving, man. Like, they they know how to be fans like i know how to be a fan like mm-hmm. like i value that i think it's one of the highest things people can aspire to is just being the a fan fans. of something not trying to run the show dictate what it's about change people like it, to some extent i feel like what we do is almost more important than a lot of these other shows out here a lot of these shows have messages they have themes they have things they center around um and that's cool you know, you got causes, you have act, you like a bunch of stuff. Like, oh, I'm going to educate you about this thing. You're going to, and we need those shows too. But in my opinion, what we do is more important because we're just being us mm-hmm. and we're just like, we're just a comedy podcast that happens to be black. 
and the fact that people f- even like fuck with that uh means a lot you know yes, what I mean? because it does. uh because i feel like if there was an excuse if, like if i could, if you could hide it behind like what was the podcast that's about uh crime what's the podcast that's about uh you know uh health food or or lifting weights or uh sports i feel like there would be kind of an excuse i feel like we just have a, a podcast where we get on and talk and try to be funny and people that you know people are going yeah i, I like this um and that's important because very, yes, sir. you know i shouldn't have to like trick you into liking my blackness ain't that the truth <laughs> you know i notice when i listen to a lot of shows man and maybe other people will notice it by black people whenever we, they talk about race it's like i'm sorry to say this man and uh, you know I, i'm sorry white people if you're listening i'm sorry we never say that like we don't apologize for being black we don't apologize for our blackness we don't care if it makes are. you uncomfortable we're not out to make you feel uncomfortable no, we're just we're being ourselves That's right and to me that is much more important than all this other shit is just we can be ourselves no hook no gimmick no no twist to it we're just being ourselves and people are digging it and yes they are digging we, it to the tune of 500 episodes yes and we thank you so all right man until saturday when we do the feedback show starring your feedback uh we'll talk to you guys then until then i love you love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.